0: Thank mm-hmm. you.
1: The back-to-back films podcast where we cover the things you never knew you wanted to know about movies i'm your host keith this is byron and i'm jake and this week we're doing kind of part two of korean new wave because last week's movies were awesome we wanted to watch more and so we are because we do what we want Uh, and (laughs) right more specifically you're gonna kind of talk like about violence and revenge in the new wave genre um I want to kick start this off, actually, because I found out. um, So we were talking about Lady Vengeance, right? And kind of what your name was which for that one? Right. Apparently, it's known as Lady Vengeance in the U.S. And abroad, it's Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Yeah, that's what
2: I found out, too. That's funny. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that, though. Just clear that up a little bit. I wonder Um, why
0: they changed that for the American one.
2: Because we're simple here in America, and we need (laughs) short titles to remember them by. (laughs) What?
0: <laughs> what does that oh, word "sympathy" mean, anyways? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, they changed a lot about "I Saw the Devil." Apparently, like there's a completely different like cut in Korea than the yeah, American cut. I want to so. see the Korean cut. Interesting. Apparently, it's longer but more toned down.
2: So, oh, that's right. And also, weird. it said something about like a focus on music yeah so there's like more focus on music
1: yeah so uh uh, like the ending shot of i saw the devil is like he's he's walking down the street and he like starts to cry in the korean version apparently the music takes over entirely but in the u.s version you can hear him cry oh wow so a little difference i mean i don't know why they did that but
0: i think it was because of the their rating board so like we have the part of it is that yeah mpaa here but they have their korean one
1: and it's like more strict i think like, in yeah. terms of what you can show. So, like, what happened was in the when they released it in the American version, they cut stuff out, um, but added in all the stuff that they cut to cut out for the ratings in Korea. So, like, there's, I'm guessing, more violence in it. Yeah. Um, so, the first film... Uh, well, whatever. The first film is I Saw the Devil, uh, released in 2010. Um, a secret agent exacts revenge on a serial killer through a series of captures and releases. Um, I saw *The Devils*, written by Park Hoon-jung, directed by Kim Kim Ji-woon, and it stars Lee byung hoon and Choi Min-sik. Um, the second film is *Old Boy*, released in 2003. After being kidnapped and imprisoned for 15 years, Oh Dae-su is released, only to find that he only to find that he must find his captor in five days. Uh, *Old Boy* is written by Park Chan-wook, Lim chun hyun and Huang Jo-yoon. It was directed by. Park Chan Wook and it stars Choi Min Sik, which again, we did this again where we picked two movies with the same actor, yeah which we didn't do that on purpose. <laughs>
0: um
1: I-, I thought you did I thought you did. No, I definitely didn't. Because no. it works
0: so perfectly together. It does, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um so it stars Choi Min Sik, Yu Ji tae and Kang Hee jung Um and these are like the major um characters of the movie. There's like so many and I kind of forgot who was who, so I just went with like the major major characters of the films um he's also in choyman sick is also in something else some other revenge movie apparently too
2: like he's kind of been in oh he's in he's he plays a serial killer in lady vengeance that's what i thought yeah yeah so Hmm. he's kind of
1: involved with these two directors fairly heavily as you know a certain type of character so oh yeah sympathy for lady vengeance right there um and then apparently uh, i think it was i saw the devil that was like his first return after kind of a self-imposed exile yeah uh so apparently he was like protesting the screen quotas in korea mm-hmm. so he just like stopped working It was for a little while I think. Yeah, it said like eight years or something. Which in this when I'm looking at Wikipedia doesn't really
2: line up but I don't know. I guess he could have filmed some and then some of those films were released Maybe later you know later.
1: Yeah. (coughs) Yeah. uh yeah, so basically like kind of just talking about the revenge genre a little bit here. Like what kind of defines the revenge genre? 'Cause like you have like Tarantino revenge like my like the I feel like when it comes to Old Boy, the next closest comparison, which is not a fair comparison necessarily, but is Kill Bill because it came out at such a similar period of time. Like it's I think true. Kill Bill was what, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two or something like that, and then Old Boy came out just after. Um so like I'm just talking about like revenge, like what is the revenge genre?
2: yeah it's tough i mean
1: besides like the obvious right there's like revenge the plot hinges around the person was wronged and they seek the person that wronged them right, right. but is there something more nuanced to that in your guys's opinion
0: well I, one thing i like about i don't know if this answers your question but one thing i like about both these movies is is the complexity of the revenge you know so yeah. like how how it moves beyond and in old boy it's It's really, like, a revenge story for the antagonist as well as the protagonist, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And in uh, I Saw the Devil, it's a revenge, and then it's, like, a revenge on a revenge, and then it's, like, a revenge on a... You know, it's just, like, building up the revenge. Like, they just kind of bounce back and forth. And uh, I think revenge movies that can do something interesting like those two things are really great you know and they kind of trend uh, maybe not transcend the genre but they're like doing the genre right I I would say
1: I think so too I think that's that's a good point because like the complexity of I saw the devil I mean that's what I'm saying in my review of it it was like how do you make how do you do a two and a half hour revenge film I mean the plot is pretty basic right (laughs) and generally when you plot out a revenge film it's like Oh, one henchman, one henchman, one henchman boss, right? But I saw the devil is, like, you know, he, he like, finds the guy, does stuff to him, releases him. The guy ends up outsmarting him and basically, like, you know, getting away. Actually, because he's, like, tracking him or whatever, but then he gets away, seeks his revenge on... The main protagonist guy and then the mm-hmm. protagonist is forced to do like another level of revenge <laughs> to get back at like everything else right so yeah. like it's so like back and forth and back and forth um it, it's kind of crazy happens. because
0: they there's not really like a first act you know like old boy has a nice like long first act um but yeah. uh i saw the devil just kind of jumps right into it and then it it's weird because i think the it feels like there's no first act, but then, like, later, it becomes apparent that the revenge, the initial revenge is, like, the first part. Pretty much, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then there's, like... Well, it's more like there's, like, second act, third act, four, five, six. You know what I mean? Like, like that's what the movie is. <laughs> no, pretty you know much. I mean? It's, like, it the, the way
1: it's paced out and the way it plays out is very much, like, in that line, you know? Because it has a pretty long, like... um, inciting incident thing right like so the incident itself is her dying but that gets stretched out because like no one hears about it until like you know 10 minutes or whatever into the film right right um and then there's kind of this like very slow breakdown this emotional breakdown before it jumps into like you know the first you could maybe say that the first act kind of kicks off right at um, where he starts to get the tracking device or whatever.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then he gets the files from the chief, and, like, that's kind of, the I guess, where you'd call, like, the first act area. Um, yeah,
0: when he decides to leave and go after the... Yeah, Right, for sure. exactly. I, but then it's kind
1: of like, where does that end in terms of act structure? Because, like, you know, after that, he, like, chases the guy to that uh, greenhouse thing, they fight you know and then he lets him go for the first time right and then you're like with that other you're with like the antagonist for like so long and it just kind of jumps to the next like you know how it takes a long time to get to like the second time he releases him right which is i think uh at the uh it's after the cab scene. Dude, which the cab scene, can we just say how cool that was? Like spinning, <laughs> yeah, the camera, spinning. Yeah. And it's just like these dudes like stabbing each other and blood just going like all over. It's just like <laughs> it's my favorite so scene dope. by far in that do,
0: movie. Do you guys know how they shot
1: that? It's definitely on a stationary car I with like to a say track around it.
0: In the
2: And then with green screen in the background. Probably. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I wanna say that in the making of, there's a making of I think on the D V D. But this time I watched it online because I wanted to see it HD, so I didn't check out the making of, I don't think. I, yeah, think I there didn't was see anything specific. I, I, I think it was like some sort of track thing, similar to like how they did it for Children of Men.
1: Yeah, but, but without the car actually moving. Right, right. But right,
0: the, yeah. the camera's in the middle in Children of Men spinning, and this is this is spinning around, around right. them, right, right. pointing in versus point uh, pointing out. Right. Yeah.
2: I mean similar rig in the sense of like I guess it's like on, on top and it just kind of goes or like it rotates yeah yeah like within like a fake well it was a probably real car shell of a car yeah or something. do you
0: think yeah. like the walls of the car moved back at all to like make way for the camera or do you think they just have like the tiny they found the smallest camera to just skirt no it's the... like
1: outside of the car when it happens like yeah it's you can see like the shape of the car like the outlines of the windows and stuff so what What I would, if it was me and I was to shoot that, I would be like, okay, we're going to have, you know, a short dolly, like a small dolly on a track that's probably hip level uh, or so, maybe stomach level. And then mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of fairly easy to push the track, the cart around the track. And then you're basically yeah. just going to like, or, you know, you're probably motorized and you're probably going to just like send the camera yeah, around yeah. a circular track a whole bunch. Right. And like, cause it's only lit from like the interior of the car, or it—it's probably the frame of a car. Because if you if you remember that scene, it starts to get really high contrast, right? Where actually it's mostly just like the outline of a car that you see, yeah. not like any it's details. Right. Like, yeah. And and the inside is what's lit to show what's going yeah. on. In which case, it, it does when the camera shoots in on that and it's bright enough. It's gonna make like the the car become just like a black outline contrast right. hmm. so it's probably just a shell and i bet you there's actually a hole in the top of the car where they shot the light down you know what i mean and then yeah and then yeah. shot it like that on a on a sound
2: stage basically i wonder how many takes it took
1: you
0: Good know question. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like and clean up all the blood and then redo it you know like but like the on the actor's part how just difficult that would be to be in such a close confined area doing like a very physical fight very scene, physical but yeah, right? also ha- also having to like meet your marks you know like like that's crazy totally and that's yeah i mean
1: he's so carefully choreographed right yeah because of like everything that has to happen like where he's you know suddenly the guy reaches over and he's yeah, kind of doing yeah. like this stab while also kind of like and then he's like you could see him stabbing one guy and yeah, he that's stabs my favorite the part. other
2: guy and that's stabs the one He's like Jesus. I love dude. the sound effects too. The sound effects really made yeah. that scene for me. Yeah the, the sound effects
0: really make a lot of the the violence in, in yeah. this like feel really Oh okay. Uh, so really I was a little wrong.
1: bit wrong. Okay, so I'm trying to, I'm watching it again real quick just to kinda of get like an idea. So actually what I think they did is um cuz the camera's actually a lot closer than i thought so what i think they did is they took the sides off of the car it basically just had like the inner part of a car like yeah without anything else <clears throat> and then put a dolly track around it cuz that's what it looks like here because the the camera does kind of like it does go really close to the steering wheel as it goes around
2: yeah. but yeah.
1: it's spinning so fast that if you like i'm trying to look here like yeah you can kind of see this, it, they made it look like stuff was moving by pretty well dude this is a very I wonder well if it's executed just a comp,
0: scene you know if it's, if it's just a what a comp What well, like they they layer it in there i think they like did i think Afterface. they did like
1: and it's not like you could have stuff in the background on your set moving right to kind of yeah simulate that a little bit
2: it's right it's, it's really well done
1: yeah it is a very very well done scene and it happens so fast and you're so stuck in the fact that like <laughs> you know three dudes are having a fucking knife fight in a car <laughs> you know and like yeah blood really is going everywhere in this scene <laughs> and it is brutal dude like damn i forgot how brutal that was um but yeah i think i think what they did was they put it on a track on a on a shell of a car without any top or anything yeah and just spun a, a camera around it you know right um But, uh, yeah, so, kind of more along this idea of um, Korean revenge, like, how is it different? I think, Jacob, you kind of touched a little bit on the complexity of the revenge, but, like, comparing it to, like, Kill Bill, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's just a different type. There's something about American revenge that, I don't know, I don't know if they don't take it as seriously, maybe as the koreans do
2: i think i know what you're where you're getting at i think yeah i don't know exactly how to just to, i guess i just don't maybe know as much about like korean culture but i do feel like there's something about there's so many revenge films that come out from korea yeah, like yeah. it's it's i think it's got to be kind of like how the monster film with like godzilla and stuff is to japan
0: yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it,
2: right? there's got to be something about the like socio political like history of Korea and how revenge is has to be a part of that. You know what I mean? I just don't know enough about the culture to actually really know. Like, oh, I can tell you dates and times of historic events of of why right. Koreans, you know, feel that you know revenge is an important thing. I don't know, but I th- I feel like it's definitely like. A deep-rooted thing whereas america we don't really have like our our like story isn't rooted in like revenge it was more like rebellion you know yeah Um, which really isn't uh, revenge you know what i mean because we're not we're not being vengeful you know what i mean totally
1: well because like last week i kind of said like a sort of history on korean cinema right And I wonder if part of it has to do with the fact that like it's a quote, revenge on the system. Basically, like you guys didn't let us do this, so now that we can, it's like here's sort of our revenge.
2: That's a good point too. And our
1: expression is gonna be much more extreme because of the censorship that we've had to like and they still you know have censorship and whatnot, right? But you know. I wonder if that's that's like part of it. It's funny That's a really
0: good point. I I bet a lot of people respond that way too it's not just like coming from the filmmaker side i bet, mm-hmm. uh audiences are are like um you know they like they kind of got their revenge sort of away with the you know being being a little more you know free yeah, so okay. i think like they it kind of resonates with them in in maybe in that aspect of it you know what i mean
1: yeah because yeah. yeah. old boy went on to be like one of the most famous movies to come out of korea yeah i mean really i mean probably
2: the famous i can't think of one more famous than that
1: honestly no i I can't i really can't
2: either at least for our generation you know what i mean i mean maybe scorsese thinks of another film you know that came out in the 50s i mean there's like you know there are those
1: (laughs) three films considered the greatest three films ever and two of them came out of the 50s in korea right but like those films, I don't think ever reached. No, even in this international, global day and age where you can watch them, I don't think they yeah. ever touch as many people. Even
2: now, as Old Boy has. there's so many people that I've talked to that I wouldn't even think of people that would have even like watched a foreign film that have like e- either seen Old Boy or have heard of it. Heard of it for sure, um, and not the remake, but the actual like yeah, because the remake's fairly new. But like, and
1: to the point where people don't even know that it's like part of a trilogy, right? You right, know? yeah, exactly like old boy just is its own it's thing. Just its
2: thing,
1: and it's it's very like I don't know, there's something about the way, like obviously the the huge twist in old boy, right, and then <laughs> the famous hallway scene, which I kind of want to get into more, but there was something about it, what it did that really just like I mean when it went to film festivals, it just like yeah. took it by storm yeah. no joke. <laughs> like uh you know, Ebert said it was one of the you know better movies it's seen obviously it got remade by spike lee who like like what the fuck did this movie ever fit into his <clears throat> concept of filmmaking but apparently he was so you know into it um
2: that he was willing to remake it it's interesting i feel like with old boy the revenge is also something that's a mystery so it's like it's a genre film as just a revenge movie but again like the koreans have like Changed it, or Park Chan has changed it and, and made it his own by having you not know why the main antagonist yeah. is doing this to the protagonist for a long know? time, for the longest time, and it's like because of that, if it, it, it keeps you interested in the general sense, but then with all just the little things that he has to do to get to that, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. point keeps you interested on just like a like oh god oh god what's the next scene what's the next scene you know which is like that's really unique like i feel i think maybe that just was what really took the the cinema world by storm is this like holy shit like this is a revenge film but it forces us to take it it seriously because we're seeing it portrayed in a way that we've never seen it before and it's not only is it refreshing but it's just done so well yeah. that there, there, there isn't a doubt that it it's, it takes craft, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. yeah, And even, it, it, you go. Oh, you e- even even if it's a a revenge film, which is kind of like horror in the sense of people kind of shrug at it, like ah, you know that can't yeah. be that can't be high cinema. So yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I I think a big part of that is is uh, how the both these movies deconstruct the good versus evil because in, right. in revenge flicks it's like hey you wronged me so i'm gonna get you you know yeah, uh, yeah. but old, old boy is like that and and the fact that we don't know like really whose side to be on throughout this whole thing and like obviously you're on the protagonist side because it's the protagonist you know
1: but even um, old boy it's like is he the protagonist because it all the film opens with him being a terrible person yeah he's a fucking dick yeah I
0: I would say he's the protagonist because he's the one guiding the story he's in charge of the story in Um, that sense for sure yeah Yeah. but is he like people always say you hear this all the time in in screenwriting or movies in general they say a good antagonist thinks that they're like they're the protagonist of their story right And in old boy this is probably one of the best examples of an antagonist being the protagonist of his story yeah totally, <laughs> totally. and uh, and I think a big part of like the revenge genre like something that feels cheap is just having the good versus evil you know and, but here it just like in both these films it, it's spent more so in um, I Saw the Devil that there's that grey area you know like one guy obviously wronged the other dude but then it turns into this mixing of black and white paint and yeah. you're just left in this kind of gross gray area that you don't really like being at at the end <laughs> you know what i mean, I mean if you but think
1: about it like think about the people in i saw the devil think about the people like the two or three women that he scarred for life yeah. by letting that guy get away yeah. letting him get so far into that yeah. process and then sort yeah. of stopping it but not yeah. really like he didn't stop it to protect them he stopped it for his own yeah. shit right like but that like, girl in yeah, the store like he like rapes her Totally. Like, like he like forces himself. Yeah. Like, and, he, and then you're just like, okay, dude, you could have saved her a lifetime. Yeah, of exactly. Not dealing yeah. With that. She's like,
2: like, yeah,
1: doesn't make you a good person because you want your like revenge. Which right? is
2: also interesting because like he becomes more and more like the guy he's going after. Exactly. By the end of the thing, which is like, I think it's awesome. And I think that's another thing that I feel like Korea does so well is in America, you wouldn't see a story quite like that. You would see it just the hero, You would see him as a hero. He wouldn't do anything that would be morally, you know, ambiguous or gray. Whereas the Koreans, man, that's what I like about their films is that it's like, no, like, life isn't like that, Mm -hmm. you know? Life is gray. Right. And when you, like, live a life of violence or get into that, like, you're gonna, like, you're gonna have to deal with everything that that brings, Mm -hmm. which I love. I just and 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 that's why I, I always describe it as a coldness but it's really not coldness because it's just real mm-hmm. you know right and I think like so I'm gonna I'll offer this out to kind of answer my own question
1: too because this is kind of what I was thinking of there's sort of this like romanticized romantic the revenge genre yeah pretty much in America of, of the revenge genre we have this like it's almost like it kind of Jerks us off or strokes our ego, <laughs> yeah. for lack of a better term, basically. Yeah. Like, you know, we get such satisfaction of, like, you were wrong, so fucking fuck yeah. You like, to right? kill them. Right. Yeah. Or, like, in High Plains Drifter, you're kind of like, yeah, fuck yeah, get your revenge and yeah. kill Bill. You're like, you know, kill Bill is like, she's not, she's
2: like, Pure, even though she was like a, an assassin, that's the thing. She's an assassin, but you don't really see her do her right. assassin work <laughs> exactly. You, you see know.
1: her as someone who was pregnant and got shot, yeah. And like, yeah, you know, kill Bill is pretty black and white. You know, they I think he tried to make Bill a little bit more like the protagonist of his own story, but I think kill yeah. Bill was like, yeah, they're all very one way, and mm-hmm. she yeah. needs to kill, she needs to rid the world of this evil right
0: right like *Glorious bastards is very like the nazis are evil and that's
2: it yep exactly. right exactly
1: and then like you guys say like these are always like you know it's at one point yeah these kind of good and then you know you find out later like an old boy that like oh no he might have had a hand in her killing herself because of yeah. you know like what he saw or like You know, and it just is way more complex than that. You kind of feel bad for the other dude who's seeking the (laughs) revenge, but then you're kind of like, well, fucking 15 years is a long time to, like, hold a grudge, you know? And, like, I saw the devil's the same way. You're like, from the get-go, you're like, fucking get that guy you (laughs) want to get him. And then then you just, like, realize, like, dude, you're fucking up a lot of people just for your, like, little thing. You know, the film ends with him scarring that family yeah. you know using yeah. them as a way to to fuck with that guy but also he scars that they fucking she picks up like yeah. his head you
2: know like that she, was awesome i love that part <laughs> that just, she's like reaching for his head that it's so funny though too like if there's like a dark humor there's to totally it there's totally a dark humor which to it. I, which sure. again i yeah. fucking love that you know and, but, and there's there's this level of
0: like if you fight the monster you become the monster totally yeah and And that's in both of these movies exactly
1: whereas like in America like if you know I haven't seen old boy the American one but I imagine that that feeling is not as much there that feeling of like
2: revenge is so dirty oh no it's definitely there is it yeah and that's why I was impressed with it because Spike Lee does do a good job at bringing in fact it's actually more explicit um, uh, that sense of josh brolin like he he plays the um old Old boy boy. character uh of him when he realizes that he's laid with his daughter that's actually more explicit in the american version um the interesting thing Hmm. about the korean the original version is that his character becomes more uh like crazy at the end of it, like he cuts his tongue off and he like wags his tail and stuff, like acting like yeah, a dog. A that doesn't happen too. in Josh Brolin's or in at, um, in the Old Boy one. Something else happens. I won't say it in case you guys watch the movie. It's it's a little different,
1: but I'm kind of curious if you want to spoil it. But I don't know if Jacob does. Do you want it spoiled? Uh, go for
0: it. I'll I'll watch
1: it. So but like I don't just in case audience. So if I remember, Byron's gonna spoil yeah. the end of the newest Old Boy. So <laughs> skip ahead like. 30 seconds or a minute or whatever.
2: So if I remember correctly, Josh Brolin, what he does is he basically puts himself in that room again. So he, Oh, he, oh, okay. you know, so it's similar in the sense that he now puts himself into that hell that he had stayed in. Oh, he has to live with self imposed Exile. Exactly. Where, you know, which is different than how this, the original ends, but, that initial like shock and everything of of when he finds out, and and then the gratification that the uh, the, the the antagonist has when mm-hmm. he finds out that he had his whole plan like worked is the same, and maybe a little bit more brutal in the remake. I think just because I think maybe because it was just more relatable, just as maybe just seeing like Josh Brolin like fuck elizabeth olsen and then like when you realize that it's father and daughter you're like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's
0: it's that's interesting that that change that's happened. a big change but, yeah and well, I, like i wonder it's if not that idea just resonates they thought that idea would resonate with americans more like the self-punishment versus mm-hmm. the other guy who was kind of or versus the korean one which is he's kind of acts like dirt you know what i mean like so it's like this like this imprisonment versus like being small you know what i mean yeah
2: and i think that's a cultural thing yeah you know i think it's because you know americans i think we tend to be more like selfish you know um when it comes to just like how we live our lives or something but like with from what i can kind of tell from like if how the korean one ends it's like there's an honor, you know, there's like an honor. The honor is gone. Is gone. He's, he's stripped himself of every single, you know, he didn't have really any redeeming qualities, but it's even, he's even lower than he was, you know? (laughs) Like, um, and just like how, how, I think there are plenty of people in America that live their lives like that on the daily. Whereas I think it's more shameful in the Korean culture you know yeah I, I no think, that that makes know? sense it's like it's like a the sense of name you know like um if you lose your your if you put you know if you dishonor your name it happens all the time here but it's a big thing in korea or mm. japan or even right. china where if you lose if you lose you know your name means something and you have to withhold your name and if you're you know what i mean yeah. I, I don't know yeah. where i'm going no, with totally that. our names totally.
0: mean mean nothing here because half of you can change your name at literally <laughs> yeah. at any moment and people do <laughs> yeah. and uh, more than like uh, there are plenty of names uh, in america that just aren't people's mm-hmm. like they've only been in the generation in their generation for like three gen you know what yeah. i mean it's yeah. so, like anyone who's named smith like that's
2: that wasn't their name you, you know before yeah yeah totally in- There, there's other differences of the remake too. Like with the remake, there's a whole thing about how the father of the antagonist um, and and his sister that got killed and stuff um, was there. there, It's hard to explain, but it just it's completely different than in this one. Where like with the photography and it's completely different. And also the whole thing with like ants in the film. Oh yeah. yeah 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 that's not in uh, yeah in the remake there were whole like hallucinations and stuff that's none of that is in the re- or the remake that's interesting yeah. I really liked
0: the ants yeah uh, oh boy I thought that it was cool when you see like the ant on the bus and like <laughs> yeah just like the whole idea like behind the ants you know yeah. like them being in numbers versus being alone like it just it was it was interesting.
2: Yeah, and that's it's totally not in the remake. There's quite a few differences, um but yet in general, I was very impressed with how Spike Lee was able to change it to an American audience without actually fucking up like the integrity of what the story was about, you know? Nice. Cuz like and it's not and it's not any more like violent or less violent. It's it's I think about the same, I think. Um Do you think that has to do with uh spike lee
0: being having a stronger voice and being like his ability to pull
2: like creative choices is higher could be Um, could be yeah because if it was just given to like just a regular like kind of like quote hollywood director it would probably been completely stripped and it would have been more like a john wick thing you know what i mean yeah yeah for sure um so, I don't know. I think maybe, but it's be-
0: weird. like, do you want the John Wick thing, or do you want the thing that's closer to the thing that's already in existence? Like, do you want the thing that's further separated, or do you want like, because my gut reaction is, I want the thing that's as close as to the foreign film as possible. But at the same time, that's just what the foreign film is. So I <laughs> you know what I mean? So,
2: yeah, but I think it would view, I think more, I think for me, because of the story, it was so great in old boy. I would want that story not to be changed at all, hardly, you know? Especially that integrity part, right? So, like, or the integrity part. Because you want to share it with, like, other Americans who aren't going to watch the Exactly. So, if you say, oh, you just watched the remake, you'll get the same sense. I could say that with the Spike Lee one, but I couldn't say it if it was the John Wick one. Then I'd be like, no, 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 dude, you can't see the John Wick man. You have to see the original one. Yeah. You know, and then... They're, they won't. They'll just go see the one that's more like John Wick, you know? The yeah. more accessible <laughs> like go- one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like Ghost in the Shell like kind of
0: loses itself a little bit in the American one yeah. that, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. came out. Yeah. yeah, I
1: think it's so hard because like the reason why the movies that are good became good was because they came out of that expression from that yeah. particular region, right? Yeah. Like, old boy you know say whatever you want about the new one but i don't think that the reason why the original one was is because it came out of korea and it was a korean version of revenge and then people like were able to kind of like empathize with that Mm. sort of grayness in that right i don't yeah it's just like same thing as like i mean tarkovsky movies are tarkovsky because they came from him yeah remaking it like i'm not Saying don't remake films, but it's always very hard to maintain because, like, it's what Jacob said it's like, well, you just have the original, so why do a direct copy? So, I respect the attempt to like make it something that it's own, but generally, if that film was good, it was because
2: certain things that don't translate over, right? Exactly, like, right, it's just in the nature of of personal vision, you know? It's like, if someone remade pulp fiction. (laughs) It would be fucking shit it would not, it, exactly like
1: it's like you can't there's something about what that movie captured at yeah. that time that it came out by that person, yeah, with those those filmmakers and it just like clicked, yeah, and
2: like there's you can't recreate certain things.
1: I feel like most of the time, I would probably err on the side of don't just don't need to remake, remake stuff, yeah fair enough if you want to attempt it and make it sort of your own thing especially with someone who's like if they're very very heavily visually Mm. oriented or like if they're one of those directors that is like they are a visionary right now that's happening then you know maybe you could twist it into your own thing like that you know it's kind of like, was Spike Lee the best person to attack old boy? I don't know. Maybe there could have been someone else that could have captured it, but he captured it in his own way, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, what you're saying is that it still had parts that made it old boy but parts that made it its own thing, Yeah. too,
2: yeah. right? I, I, hm. there, there are choices in the film that definitely were like, okay, Spike Lee definitely, you know, directed this film. Like, Samuel L. Jackson plays... The character in the original that he's the guy that brings all of his dudes to the apartment. He's Um, a prison warden, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But there's also the little combination of some of the characters too that he does with Spike Lee. That Mm. Spike Lee does, he combines some of the characters together. But so like Samuel Jackson doesn't have a big part in the movie, but he shows up, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like a Spike Lee thing to do, you know. That's like Um, his buddy, yeah, yeah. I was actually just kind of
1: taking a look at the the uh, hallway scene in the remake. Because it isn't
2: entirely different. It is, yeah. Entirely it's different. digitally spliced together, and it just doesn't work.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't feel <laughs> as as intense. There's something like, and that's I think a good. This is a great example. American films want to make the protagonist out to be a fucking superhero. Yeah. Where like in original Old Boy, you're like, dude, how, like, you're taking hits, but like yeah, you crawling, can tell man. that he's like, yeah, every hit hurts. Yeah. Whereas this Josh Brolin looks like fucking josh brolin you know what yeah, i mean he looks yeah, like he's like yeah.
2: not hurting and that he's yeah i yeah, take everyone and out the remake there's more of an emphasis on him like getting into shape and shit yeah um Right. In his room. Right. Whereas this one, the original, not so much. I mean, you get the knuckles and stuff
1: You like see that, that enough that he decided at one point that once he gets out, he's got to be ready yeah, to take yeah. it. Right. So that's why that hallway scene makes some sense in <laughs> that he can. But, like, he gets a couple of hits in before they're all on him, kicking yeah, him. And then yeah. he's, like, you know, being hit from, like, all over. And, yeah. like, and the impressive part about that scene... You know, it's impressive what they did in the new one, but, like, if it's true that they did some digital splicing, that's yeah, kind of unfortunate, yeah. but in in the original, that is one shot. That's what's so impressive about the original, and that's why... The and remake, the only CGI says, is the knife. Yeah, in that whole scene, yeah. there's no CGI to, like, increase it or make it any, any better. The only thing they CGI'd in was the knife in his back. So, I mean, that Which is
2: impressive CGI really. It is. Especially for 2003.
1: 2003 and like the fact that it is so small. Yeah. And it's hidden. Like yeah. you can't even tell, right? Um, but there's some there's a quality about that scene. I mean, that's why it's one of the most famous. If you search for top 10 long takes in cinema yeah, history, yeah. that one's going to pop up because <laughs> like because of the quality of the scene, what happens in the scene and just the ambition yeah. of it. You know, it took them right. 3 days to shoot that one
2: scene. I I I just love it and then it just cuts to where you see the wall where the camera was yeah. and it's such yeah. and it's such a like small fucking hallway. Exactly. You're yeah. like, "Oh shit, that is fucking sick." Like mm-hmm. that's what makes
0: it so cool is that like it, visually, you know, it's like why this why trains are so interesting to yeah. film on. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, it's like it it's a simple left to right and in, in the in the American one I just watched it too. Um it's 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 right to left, but then they that then it like kind of swoops around into like a warehouse so you get like a better sense of the space but it doesn't have that same like simple like no. go here to here right mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um and having that like really simple visual i think is, is really important to uh capturing it and you know the, the simplicity of it is is better yeah. it's
1: like so, yeah. you have to go through these guys to if you want to leave like you you're stuck there right whereas yeah. like in yeah. the other one he's like he crawls down the edge like there's no yeah. sense of being stuck. It's, yeah, at all. yeah,
0: and he he's he wants to beat the shit out of all of them. Versus uh in the uh 2000 in the Korean one he just he wants to get out. You're right, but yeah. in the Brolin one he wants everyone to die. Exactly, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So he's like this yeah. all-powerful. <laughs> it just doesn't feel like thing. So I he's mean, like you're watching them this... out almost. Oh, yeah.
1: totally, totally. And yeah. like when you're watching the original one, it's just like you're
2: feeling, dude. Like God, this is like. Why are you doing this to yourself, yeah, you know? You, like you it's you feel so brutal. you claustrophobic because the camera can only go left or right. Exactly. So because of that, you're aware of that and you're just stuck in this thing whereas with the other one, the camera's kind of going all over in a way, you know what I mean? Like it's Yeah. You just have that sense like you said, that sense of space that you don't have. So the claustrophobic nature of the original just I think works better and like you said, it's just more simple and It's simple. Yeah. And
1: I don't. I don't and that's one thing I don't understand It'd be interesting to hear Spike Lee's thoughts on it, but why did you complicate it? Yeah,
2: I mean, I think if he did well, copy I, I, the original, it'd be like, dude, then like, what's the point? I think he had to elevate it at some point, you know, to some degree. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, literally, to, I it don't up. Know. like, yeah, literally, it's on two floors, yeah. yeah. Um, and
0: it's also like, like, it, it. It seems like it's more angry, you know, mm-hmm. like because like it allows Brolin to he he comes off as like wanting the revenge more and will like destroy anyone in his way to get there which is kind of more American in in, in a lot of ways versus the other guy he's just literally trying to leave like you know he got a piece of what he wanted he yeah. got what he needed and he doesn't want to hurt anyone else but brolin he's like i'm gonna freaking you know yeah, come yeah. in like a wrecking ball and take everybody out you know what i mean brolin
1: I mean, doesn't look tired like in this scene in the original he's tired yeah he's, like actually physically though because of the intensity of the scene he's yeah. like and he's bending over and he's like yeah. can't stand up straight and like you know you has to use the wall to like you know, and he when he wants to pick up the hammer, but he like falls yeah. over because he's so and the exhausted. The last like. thing he
2: does is take the knife out of his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, there's just, and I think that's a really good like, uh, that right there. That one scene yeah. is the comparison that I was trying to get at between like this romantic notion of revenge and in, in the American yeah. and the Koreans being like, dude, it's not revenge is not fun.
2: Yeah, it's no one's enjoying it. It's a, right? it's a dish best served cold but that's that's it it goes both ways it's like yeah. like yeah you know i don't know i, don't, I mean well, that's like, why at the end of, of
1: like
0: these, oh go ahead think of like nine eleven. you know like when nine eleven happened it was like let's go bomb the shit out of someone or you know when uh when pearl harbor happened it was like let's go let's go to war you yeah, know what i mean yeah, yeah uh so when we get revenge on us it's like this Thing that's like, let's go take out everyone around us versus Koreans. I think they come from uh, a different perspective because cause they b- have just been shat on for their entire lives. So, like, what they're basically saying is they've been through like dictatorships, they've been like through um, um, other countries like uh, being in having a hold them. on them. Yeah. What am I trying to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, so finally what now that they're free. It's like hey, let's try and get revenge on these countries And these films are basically saying no because then we'll become the thing that we yeah. don't want to be versus yeah. Americans It's just like We're powerful and we will take out every <laughs> anyone who fucks with us. We yeah. will fuck fight back But Koreans like are taking like this higher road of like don't don't become the thing that we all hate You yeah. know what it's I mean? like this yeah. odd,
1: like to them. It's like obligatory and like in America it's obligatory in that sense of, like, well, we have to be able to protect ourselves yeah. or whatever, right? But Koreans don't have bumper stickers and shirts with giant lettering that, you know, exactly. circle jerk, our freedom, <laughs> love of freedom, or whatever, and... Merca. Yeah, are you gonna yeah. you step on me? You're gonna tread on me? Nah, yeah. man, I'm gonna shoot you, like... But Koreans, it's like, it seems like to them, it's like... If you were to be, like... You, to me, it's like, the reaction is like all right, I guess I'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, there's not like, they're not super stoked to be going on this adventure of revenge. Right. It's just like, God damn it. Like, okay, fine. You know, like (laughs) they want to do it in the sense that it's, they're trying to protect who they are. You know, they were trying to defend, right. Yeah. What was wrong. There's
2: more, there's more honor there. Yeah. I, I don't know how to
1: describe that. It's like, yeah i don't know the obligation of it is different yeah I think, and it just comes out better in the in their films um yeah. overall but
2: i
0: but like at the same time would it be better for this old boy this american old boy to to be that same message from korea or is it better that it's uh more like the american version of this revenge i you th- know what i mean
2: i think it's Better for the American viewers that will watch it. I yeah. think I favor the old boy one because I—that's how I am. I think, just more personally, when it, if, I, if I if I was to make that film, I would have probably made it more like more cold in in with
0: in, yeah with with the themes and the yeah. the messages of the Korean one in in mind, especially as like
2: a having a male uh protagonist i think i would have wanted to do something where like it'd be cool to do a film where he's like not a hero but if he was a woman protagonist i i might actually have the i might want to make her more of a hero if you know what i mean (laughs) like i don't know why more because like in general women yeah i mean look, yeah. what
1: about that film re- called revenge that recently came oh, out yeah yeah, look, yeah, like, yeah yeah you i think there's this tendency that women are generally subjugated to yeah. the, like even in both of these films it's the violence in general is a lot towards the women yeah and the revenge comes from the men yeah getting the revenge but like I think yeah in an american sense it's like women have been so subjugated to these things that like yeah you want them to burst out as this hero i, th- right? I think right. it would have been
2: really unique but
0: also that. you want them to burst out in the gray area too because like if if they're just doing these kind of lower brow revenge flicks that's not what <laughs> that's not what women so. should be yeah. no you know, I, I, agree. Mean?
1: I agree i feel like i think americans want that more than we think we do Right. Our audiences that will be more yes. receptive to it than we so, think yeah. they would I think be. So. I think there's a fear. So like the new old boy cost thirty million to make and only made back supposedly five, maybe ten million of Shit. that, right? And that's thirty million roughly on a Wikipedia estimate, It's probably sixty. Uh-huh. You know, fifty or sixty. Um and I think there's this fear that because if we don't present it in a certain way, America just won't consume it. You know, and that's why we have to be told that, no, it's got to be, you know, all our products are this because yeah. otherwise they won't consume it. But I really think that, I think, given the accessibility of making a film into an English, I think, and that if you would have maintained the original, its integrity to its fullest potential with those gray area themes, I think that would have been fine. Cause I think Americans would have watched it and, and been like, wow, we can really, like... I don't have to I'm not a subtitle person so I'm reading right, it in my right. or I'm listening to it in my language yeah. and understanding it but now I'm getting these themes that I don't necessarily get so it's yeah. kind of like cool man like and there's a lot to relate to I think so, so too like, yeah. yeah I mean I think that's a good point I, I just think yeah I think there's a fear a fear that people won't like it and so and I yeah. get it you're spending a lot of money so you want to make sure that you make that money back <laughs> yeah. but just look at these films that have come out recently where it's like they took these risks and have a huge returns because audiences are like, dude. If I'm watching Marvel movies and a hero beating them up, okay, Marvel's doing that.
2: Yeah, yeah, right.
1: That's fine. Yeah, but how people are, you know, getting inundated and already you're having that superhero saturation, right? So like, give me right. original old boy now. Like, yeah, that's different. That's something that's
0: gonna make it make me think. Right, right. I, but my one, I know what you're saying but i'm going to disagree for some marvel movies like i think like the black <clears throat> panther is is uh, that movie that like got people thinking you know about about important things and wasn't just superheroes uh, smashing each other I mean, know, i'm like, saying I, that in the true. sense of like yeah especially I, like current political climate and yeah you know loss of black culture yeah, yeah. because of imperialism
1: i'm not saying that the superhero movies can't be nuanced but i think that because of marvel's amazing success right now all the other filmmakers are like well we we have to make it like how are we going to make old boy if he's not a superhero Mm -hmm. americans aren't going to watch that they're fucking watching marvel so we need to make it like marvel right like fast
0: and the furious franchise exactly right like (laughs) yeah and i'm guilty of buying tickets to go see those movies like (laughs) even just the word franchise itself who who decided that franchise movies should be franchises like McDonald's? Like who'd, who would who rolled know, into right? Hollywood and decided to would that term applied to should apply to movies?
2: Ironically, it was
0: a uh, Korean. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. It was that Chan. dude that dude made money. He yeah. made out like a bandit. So yeah. he oh, was God. he was given the greatest chair yeah. in the office, the greatest off op- you know. He had it all because yeah. they were just you like McDonald's Dude, every this day. Is I mean, that goes back to like old horror, though.
2: It does. I mean, yeah. we were
1: talking about doing these franchise episodes, like this franchise series. Yeah. You know, doing horror franchises, action franchises, stuff like that. I mean, franchising has been around. I mean, it's more recent for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bigger. Start, now. It's bigger now. It's, it's an actual obvious. franchise. Yeah, now. yeah. But I think franchising itself has been around for a while. I mean, Back to the Future, you could call that a franchise, yeah. like.
0: right is that a franchise though or is that like a series or a trilogy i mean i think it's i think it's both like if because
1: i did a search for this too and was doing some research into like franchises when i was looking up like horror franchises and just franchises in general and like a lot of these like trilogy films
2: come out are are, some people consider them franchises well because back to the future there could be a new one though right like, it hasn't, like, just completely finally ended. I you think know s- I mean?
1: there's someone in control of it that's preventing that from happening, I oh, think. Okay. But what I'm saying is, like, it, it spawned more than the films, right? It spawned, yeah, exactly, it spawned almost like a culture, which I think right. is where the franchising kind of tends to come in. Where, like, yeah. Friday
2: the 13th and Halloween, and I mean, when Halloween, they released Friday the
1: like 13th and Halloween, th- they weren't thinking that that's going to turn into something, but yeah, it did. Someone but, yeah, else was like, we could yeah. make eight of these like <laughs> look at the crazy success of that and then yeah. so they ended How up many making Halloween
2: movies are there
1: it's gotta like be like seven or something there's gotta be more than that right um, including the Rob Zombie ones oh if you include the Rob Zombie ones it's probably like <laughs> Freddy versus Jason you know dude Freddy versus Jason was the last one to come out did you do you know that no um, one of the J- of the Jason movies yeah it was like wow. one of the last Jason movies to be released I've never seen a Jason movie me neither they're, they're really interesting. So there is one, two, three, four, five, just six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Boy, 10, Ten, eleven. If you count the one coming mm. out this year, eleven
2: wow. in the franchise wow. for
1: Halloween. That's great. Um, How many Friday the 13th? Just as many here. I'll look it up real quick. But there's definitely just as many.
0: Um, what if there's 13 of them?
1: There might actually be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Holy shit! Uh, one close. more.
2: That's 12. that's how many. And how many saws are there? I'm actually, just kidding. Seven? Freddy
1: versus Jason was not the last one. There was one called Friday the Thirteenth
0: that came out that was like apparently terrible.
2: Uh, Saw stopped
0: at like seven or something. seven or eight. Seven. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Then they came out with the prequel. Oh yeah, so they're at like eight or
2: nine right now. And then Texas yeah. Chainsaw. There's like quite a few of those
0: and then the nightmare
1: on elm street um has one, two, three, oh,
2: yeah, four, sure. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine nightmare on elm streets mm-hmm. i didn't know there wow. was that many of those hellraiser has like six or seven i think and hellraiser then... has quite a few because there's some that are related but they're not like technically apart or something like that of the yeah series. and they went
1: after two or three they went straight to um dvd or straight
0: to yeah, you know what I mean. Straight yeah. to DVD. Yeah, pretty much. But here's the here's the thing: is like, Chucky those are has seven. Chucky. <laughs> Chucky seed yeah, of Chucky. There's <laughs> child's
1: play. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of those. So, seven?
0: fuck. The, I don't think when those movies were coming out, people were calling them franchise. No, I don't think so.
1: I think I think they were like a series.
0: That. Yeah, and I think now we look back and say this is a franchise. Same with Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't yeah. really think. Well, Star Wars started out as like they thought it would fail, you know? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah.
1: And I don't think. I mean, I think Back to the Future is one of those special cases where it's like there's three, but it's kind of bigger than that. So I'll give it that it's it's a franchise. But yeah, to me, you know, I'm looking
2: at this list right the here. Lord of the Rings could be a franchise, right?
1: I would think that is more. There's less movies. Well, if you but then even the before Hobbit the Hobbit, so yeah. that was kind of a franchise. Um, but here, this is saying, okay, so you have MCU, Star Wars, James Bond. That's a G- big, oh, big franchise. Yeah. yeah, sure. Harry Potter, sure. obviously. Fast and the Furious. Transformers. Transformers, yep. Despicable Me. I don't yeah. know if you guys consider that. X-Men. What about, yeah, I like the, it has, like, like the Legos movies side movies. Too, right? Okay, does it? Okay, the, yeah,
0: well, like, Minions. Like, yeah. that's a Despicable Me.
1: Well, here's Okay, so then you have Jurassic Park, right, which is now becoming more of a tentpole thing. Uh, yeah. But what about Pirates? Do you guys Pirates, think Pirates is a yeah. franchise?
2: I think so. I would call that a franchise. Yeah. Okay. Because it's got, it's again, it's got like, you know, collectibles and it has the, the, the original ride. And everything, and yeah. Everything, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Mission Impossible.
1: Yeah. Spider Man. Toy Story. Would you consider Toy Story a franchise?
0: I think it's only has I would a I'd say, trilogy, I mean, because right? of all, yeah. the, all the toys. Yeah. Because it's bigger. And, and cars. All the toys and the stories. What about it's Ice? It's weird because <laughs> it's like there's only three Toy Stories, but they're coming out with a fourth one. Right. Yeah. But.
1: But uh, but the
0: toys sold and they have the so much. Films too though too. Yeah, they do have short films and cars. Yeah, what cars, about is... Ice Age. Ice Age. See, I wouldn't call Ice Age a franchise. See, according to- it was, even it though there's as
1: like as five. Of yeah, them. it
2: wasn't as big. It Has think. four
1: films. It's Holy made shit, two point eight, four 8 million. Jesus Christ! It's made a box office is two point eight million with all of them. But like, it's
2: only two point no, like, eight million. There's not, Billion. like, a big, like, culture. 2.8 million? Billion. Billion? Billion with a B. Holy fuck!
0: Yeah. Wow, that's a lot more <laughs> yeah. than I I mean, I really like those movies, Holy but... Holy shit. But, but like, I, Indiana it Jones... It just doesn't feel like it. Like, it's like a feeling. What about Indiana Jones? Could yeah. be a franchise? Oh, totally. I, would say, only, I would say yes after yeah. the fourth
1: one. There's only four, right so like yeah. that also is like it's low but it's also like I would it has say it's even own there, even even if and you like, didn't
0: count the fourth one I would say it was the, so that would make it a trilogy even like the, the fault fo- maybe it's like the following of it yeah. you know what I mean cause well, like because, the following of Back to the Future and yeah. Indiana Jones that's and,
1: what I think I think cause like they also say Kung Fu Panda yeah uh Cookie i mean
2: and eh, that's so much a franchise i don't think so far it's
1: tough but they sold a bunch of toys and there's like all yeah. these little like same with madagascar right? yeah shit like that you terminator know? Yeah, Terminator's terminator is more of a franchise yeah, star trek because kind of the so eights. much
2: because terminator has got a tv show it's got yeah you know it's got so much okay here you go so what about the born series yeah there's
1: only four if you don't count um
2: because there's identity too right boy yeah but if you
1: don't count the jeremy the reiner one, one. Yeah, yeah that's the identity then there's one, yeah. four but that's not or no that's not
2: identity what's born uh there's
1: identity supremacy legacy legacy yeah stuff. legacy is yeah, the legacy one that was there um, and then it was
2: just born or, or right yeah
1: J- um because yeah. they brought back matt damon's but they're not selling anything besides those movies right right, right. so franchise i don't know yeah that's this well, one it was like not... a
0: trilogy but then it when they threw the jeremy reiner one in there feels more franchisey feels right. like it's turning into a franchise mm-hmm. they're trying mm-hmm.
1: to for sure. Um and, and I
0: miss the days where we just did the the old trilogy. You know what I mean? I know, <laughs> like the series or something. Okay, so how like, about this one? Like Ted three. So Rocky obviously, <laughs> yeah. I would say Die, Rocky and Die Hard, I think, oh,
1: Rocky, are, are yeah. franchises. But what about Men in Black? Franchise? How many are there two? There's three They're three. There's three? And talks I've heard talks of a remake, but that's I
2: think I think, I think it's in production. I think but Men in like Black was one. big enough where I think it could be a franchise. I mean, it I apparently netted one. And didn't it have like a whole thing with like billion. Burger King?
1: They had tie-ins with that. Maybe that's what it is. Like <laughs> Maybe, there's like, like these advertising so that's, tie-ins. I'm serious.
2: I'm serious. Like when I think of franchises, I always think of fast food too. It's like, okay, were there Ice Age Happy Meals? Probably. Yeah, sure. It's a franchise. Yeah, they were to- you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There like, probably yeah. were toys. I mean, that's
0: literally like where franchise comes from. It's
1: from McDonald's. But there's never been like <laughs> yeah. a born advert. There's never been like no. Jason yeah. Bourne kicks yeah. his way into McDonald's yeah. to
0: eat a burger. Right? Like, no. So, but, well, I mean, potentially a franchise. Watch it, I would watch that, too. Or that scene in Kingsman where they have the Happy Meals. Jason <laughs> and make Whopper. a joke out of it. I mean, no, tough. it would be Born Whopper. Yeah. Born <laughs> Whopper. You getting the Born Whopper?
1: Okay, yeah. so how
0: about that? How about Jaws?
1: Franchise? No. There's four films.
2: I know, that's tough, This though, website calls it a franchise. Well,
0: the thing is, like, I think the franchise is, like, so vague, but I think it... The problem I have with the word franchise is the movies that come out of the word franchise are just not why I like movies you know what I mean like movies that are like birthed from the idea of the franchise so like you know thinking about uh, like Jason Bourne it's like okay Matt Damon doesn't want to do it why don't we just franchise this and throw Jeremy Reiner in in it and right make it keep going you know what I mean like it just kind of betrays the movies that came before it in in a lot of the ways you know or fast and furious kind of kind of does that
1: yeah because for people who don't know like understand what franchising is so basically franchising is that you have a product or a service that can be packaged and sold to other people who can do that so like the way mcdonald's work is you can buy a franchise which means you're gonna buy they have all the stuff ready for you you give them i don't know three hundred thousand dollars or something and they give you a package that's a mcdonald's you know they have Mm -hmm. all the computer systems they have all the 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 uh delivery network set up everything is basically set up for you so that you can just open a book follow the guide and then do it that's (laughs) what franchising is so like in this sense like marvel franchising is like they have a formula of how these movies could play out a pool of people they can pull from Directors and producers and everyone who knows how to get these movies made in a way that's going to be appealing to the audience, how to market that. They have these you know marketing teams that, that that have marketed every film, so they know how to like play that up, and they can give it to any person and say, hey, like you know random Make director over here,
2: yeah. yeah,
0: or actor or, or actor, right? Film <laughs> cinematographer. You know, it's kind of like uh, TV. Because in TV you want to build, but they call it a brand book, you know. So, or not a brand book. That's in style uh, bible. Uh, Yeah, you do your yeah your bible um, show bible, uh, and you create the look of the show, and then you have directors come in uh, and you know direct the episode or whatever. But at the same time, the showrunner is is the director essentially for for television. Um, uh, So. I don't know. But, like, I guess it just kind of depends on. It's weird because it's like, it's how it feels, you know? Like, I don't think Breaking Bad is a franchise, but I would say maybe something like How I Met Your Mother Mm. or, like, you know, one of those. Simpsons. Simpsons, yeah, is a franchise. Or Family Guy
2: is a franchise. I think Breaking Bad turned into more of a franchise with Better Call Saul. Yeah, because now there's spinoffs. And they're thinking about. I think they're even doing it thinking about maybe another thing too with, uh, Oh fuck. Uh, I think I heard it. I feel like the, 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 what's his name? Um, the, the cartel guy, the leader guy, uh, oh, not Gus, right? The guy in the Gus. Yeah. Wheelchair. I, I uh, oh. uh, I thought that they might do like a whole spin off thing or at least like a mini show or something. Of uh, Poyo, what is that called? their the restaurant Poyo. Oh yeah, the po- uh, uh, their franchise that they po- or monos yeah, or yeah, 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 Something about that, but who knows? That could just been like a fan theory that I read. I think I saw that too.
1: Yeah, I thought I heard something, but uh, I'm trying to look it up quickly. But I'm not seeing anything well, just yet. Better call Saul's while,
0: been pretty popular, so while you're looking that up, uh, what do you guys think of? The Korean remake of the Wolf Brigade. So we did. We talked about Jinro a while back. Oh yeah, uh, and th- that actually comes out in a week. Um, <laughs> see,
1: that's not. It's it's I, not a remake, is it? Of it's the... it's
0: a uh, Korean remake, or like y- y- you know. So it, it's set in a different country, um, and it's 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 called Elang the Wolf Brigade, um, and it's. I'm not sure how similar it is, but it is a remake, a live action remake of, of the thing, but it's set in the, in Korea. However, the plot uh, revolves around plans to reunite the two Koreas. So it still has that like place in Korea, um, but doesn't, but it's still like different than the Japanese one. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I see what you're saying, and I think it says that it's being it's based off of that because the name is so similar too. It says that it's based off of um, Jinro, yeah. Which Jinro is a part of a series that their movies are not. They're in the world, but they don't take place. They're not like connected, like in that sense, right? Right. Um. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's tough to say because also I have a lot of faith in in uh, Kim Ji Woon because he the dude who did I Saw the Devil is doing this one. Yeah, um, he has a very he's very good. Tale of Two Sisters is a great movie. Um, so I don't know. This could be one of those times where it's like how you know like here's an exception of if it's but also if it's it depends on how close of an adaptation it is right like is it going to be trying to pull directly from that plot or is it in that world but the plot is going to be different
0: well here's the synopsis it says set in 2029 where South and North Korea get ready for a unified government after years of preparation South Korean police launch uh, launches a special unit to stop an anti-reunification terrorist group called sect okay so that could go Jinro. Okay, but so it actually also could go a completely different direction with it. Because well, like, that's just the first 20, 30 minutes of Jinro. Really. Right, <laughs> yeah.
1: But I'm looking at this. I'm looking at the cast um, for the Korean remake. And it says they changed the names, obviously, to be Korean. Um, but he says this guy is a highly trained officer assigned to quell the terrorists whose world is turned upside down when he witnesses a girl die before his eyes. Yeah. So that is. Jinro right that is like pretty much the direct um, so it sounds like it's going to be kind of like an old boy scenario but and I'm not trying to justify this film yet because I obviously haven't seen it but this is a Japanese film being remade in Korea which is a lot closer than a Korean film being remade in America in terms of like their their philosophies and understanding and like culture and stuff sure. they're much more similar than us trying to remake it so yeah sure. in that sense they're the you know maybe the way that they will talk about things will be more similar um, it's also being apparently distributed by Warner Brothers Korea <laughs> yeah oh, so i don't know I, want, I really do want to see this dude cuz yeah, kim I'm Ji Woon is is definitely curious dope.
2: to see it Yeah, me too. Um, I doubt it'll even play at the Pickford, but it would be awesome if it did. (laughs) We (laughs) we might, it would be so. We might have to go to Vancouver or Seattle. This is
1: why I want to be a twenty-four, dude, because then we can be like, "Fuck it, we're gonna bring that (laughs) over here because no one else will." (laughs) Yeah, and like we, you know, the passion of getting people to see stuff that would be sick. Um, all right, I had some other stuff, but I think uh, we'll. I'll hold off. Maybe it'll come up a little bit later. Actually, I'll just throw this out here real quick. Um. So we know that the hallway scene, very influential. The twist was one of the best twists to yeah. to come out in recent years. Oh, I love it. Um, did you guys know that this is connected to the Oedipus Rex Greek tragedy, though?
0: That makes uh, sense. I could see yeah. why. I'm a huge fan of Oedipus. That was one of my favorite things coming out of uh, of, of high school. Nice. Um, not not in a weird way, just in like I really like this. Yes. Story. <laughs> yeah, that. it's
1: an interesting story. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah but yeah. Ode Sue Oedipus uh, is kind oh, of a play off makes, of that. Oh, oh interesting. Shit, um, I pick and up then that. Uh, they similar
0: story in that it's dealing with the incest. Yeah, um, Oedipus is dealt, just dealt a little bit differently. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, but it's literally like the guy doesn't know he's married to his mom. Right in Oedipus, exactly. And this is pretty much that.
1: Exactly, and then. Um, the other thing too is that did you guys did no one neither of you question the fact that the protagonist and antagonist are supposed to be of the same age even though they clearly
2: don't look that way they went to the same school I, f- I felt like the the rich the antagonist guy the rich guy he ha- just had the money to to, to take care young. of himself whereas the other guy was a drunk and yeah but it's like pretty clear and... that
1: there's like a like if a twenty-year age gap in like their actual looks. Yeah, and yeah. like it's something that the movie does not talk about. But one of the things that they were saying, is, as people who have kind of analyzed the movie yeah. have said, like that sort of alludes to him being kind of more in line of this like Greek god almost, in like uh. his power because he's not only is he like sort of omniscient, yeah. the bugs in control of everything has this sort of planned hypnotism, yeah. the power to control people via suggestion oh, yeah, that's the, the remake like,
2: doesn't have any of the hypnotism in it either. Which
1: the hypnotism I oh. can take it or leave yeah. it but and then you know his weird yoga pose that he does yeah, is yeah. supposed to kind of be like alluding to yeah. sort of the Greek you know yeah, I guess stuff I could, like
0: that I could buy that uh, as a fan theory uh, but I I like how that reads in the movie because he definitely feels powerful right you know what i mean exactly. and he comes off as powerful even even though the movie doesn't say hey i'm literally a god i like that they still like took the visuals of, of that and like used it to make him look powerful totally
1: you know what i mean totally and park chan wook said he designed the the yoga pose to convey the quote image of apollo apollo's prophecy is what revealed uh, it was apollo's prophecy that revealed oedipus's fate in Oedipus the King. Um, huh. so in making him sort of this like God of the sun, you know, he's very beautiful, he's very strong, right? Like the the antagonist guy, right? Like
0: yeah. as opposed many, to many tie clips.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. Um as opposed to the fucking what's his face, Odaisu is haggard, right? And and beat up or whatever. Right. There's like a literal physical difference there.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah and you can look at that as like he is a God because he has a lot of money. You, right. you know what I oh, mean?
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. He's, his power is, is, I mean, he's like, yeah, I gave him a building. You think he's going to betray me? No, I get, you yeah. know, I you presented him these things. Um, there's the sort of parallel between Oedipus gouging his eyes out. O Ode-su cuts his tongue off. Sure. Both to sure. do these things. Um, says more parallels include the fact that Li Wu Jin looks, Oh, relatively young. So I said that, um, so he looks kind of immortal. Um, I really like that. The incest scene between between him and... Oh, this one I really like. I really like this. So the incest scene between Li Wujin, the, the main bad guy, and his sister is also very striking and beautifully shot as Greek gods are known for their incestuous licen- license. Um, And the way that he peeps through the window, Odaisu peeps through the window to see their love has like this ethereal feel to it as if he's like a lowly mortal Mm -hmm.
2: looking at something divine happening or whatever. Um, That's great. So I I loved uh, that that scene actually, um, the way it was shot in the set, the production design. Yeah. The red wallpaper and Mm -hmm. bedding and just the redness Mm -hmm. of it because it was the first time that we saw a lot of color. And I also love the green of the of the apartment. Of um, Oh, you're
1: talking about when he's banging?
2: Yeah, yeah. When he's banging his... Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so there's the other, school, so there's, there's the flashback scene. With the mirror, that part was awesome, yeah, too. Yeah, that where he's part looking, is what they're yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, yeah,
1: So that there's sort of like this, like... That was really cool. Yeah, with the mirror, even, is kind of like a Greek thing, too, where, like, beauty and, like... I had
2: completely forgot yeah, about that like, scene. So when I watched it again just the other day, when she was looking at herself as that was happening with the mirror, I'm like, fuck, I want to do a whole film about that just that mm-hmm. like just about a woman who maybe can only like get off if she ha- can see herself you know and, and it just yeah. it just got my right. like mind going i just love that that was great but I, yeah i i was also thinking of the other scene too um that's kind of like uh Bojack
0: Horseman, where he can only get off if he's watching old reruns of his old show that he was on. <laughs> <laughs> really? yeah, was, or, no, I, it's like I, I, American Psycho, dude, where he's got to watch oh, himself yeah. in the mirror.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. right. he's got his
1: muscle, <laughs> yeah. muscle thing going. That's so on. funny. Um, um, there's also this that says, uh, Mido, um, you know, is kind of in line with, uh, Antigone, you know, in, in the sense of how she's sort of designed, um, and and sort of this like you know beautiful innocent like young young woman, sure. Um, so yeah, I just think that that's really really interesting that there's a lot that comes into that. And Old Boy itself is actually based off of a manga, so it was the writer of the manga that kind of brought more of this in line. But the themes I think are still there, right? Like just yeah. Uh, and then they say even the hypnotist, uh, you know, is uh, similar to Aphrodite in that mm, bringing sure. him for making people love each other you know like so it's really interesting i really like that that they pulled from the greek
0: i love stuff like that like pulling from like pulling from the greeks is like the coolest like that's like the coolest thing you can do like when i when i watch a movie i'm like oh yeah like if if i get any sort of sense that it's like greek uh story for me it's it's immediately a plus i love
2: egyptian shit that stuff is fascinating yeah yeah, because
1: all those like old stories are like you know things that have been just that have stood the test of time yeah. in terms of yeah. their storytelling So and,
0: and they need to be retold for uh, in a modern context. So it's like yeah. the guy people who are doing old boy, you know, like they're doing really everyone a favor by like bringing back the Oedipus story because it's an important story yeah. that people need to hear over and over.
2: I mm-hmm. I, uh, I like need to read the manga because I, I I'm curious now to see maybe stuff that the remake has pulled from the manga that the korean version didn't right and vice versa that'd oh, be kind yeah. of fascinating well the manga is japanese too yeah so that so it was a korean
1: remake, remake of, a of, of a japanese yeah. so
2: that's what i'm curious And and in what's interesting too is in the remake um the main character or the antagonist the guy who plays the, the, the villain um is played by the main character of uh district 9 have you seen that Oh yeah. I was wondering. Yeah, he plays the bad guy. And you know how in the Korean version he's got like his little henchman with the white hair? Well, in the remake it's actually a woman and she's like like Japanese, I think. And she's got like all these tattoos and stuff. It's really cool. And I thought hmm. that was kind of a cool difference. But I wonder if that's what if that is more like the manga or you know what I mean? Oh, interesting. I, yeah. I, I've just yeah. been curious, but she, it, her character is actually—I—I I really liked that it was a woman that was kind of like his second in command. You know, that was—I thought it was kind of a cool little twist. What in the manga was the guy,
0: the main bad guy? Is he South African? Do you guys know, or is he another? Oh, I'm um, not
2: sure. Oh, they're yeah, all Japanese. Okay. Yeah, they're probably, all Japanese. Probably okay. Japanese. Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: Because I- the cause
1: the main crux of it is that they were, were in elementary school, yeah, together, or in, right. the, in the manga apparently they were in elementary school. Um, I think an old boy. I think they were older. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 point is that they came. They knew each other from a while ago. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could yeah, be yeah. a black person, but you know, I doubt it. This is from this
2: is a uh, this manga came out in ninety six, so. It would be cool to see. I, I'd like to see Old Boy actually made in a couple different ways. I think it would have been cool if, like, Spike Lee had decided to do the whole cast kind of black. That would be pretty sweet. You I know? know, right? Or or that would be really or completely switch it around and have it be a woman who, you know, does this thing with his with her son. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So like, that's and what... just completely change it because it's totally doable totally make you know, it. Ireland or something like
1: how yeah. much more interesting would it have been if it would have been old boy but Spike Lee made it and it took place in the Bronx or something yeah like yeah you know what I mean yeah. in a place that you would expect Spike Lee to to want to talk about it's yeah. totally, Just something
2: seedy yeah, yeah it's totally doable too um and you could do it for like a young girls' school you could totally do that you know because there are those are still around you know mm-hmm. um that would be pretty dope. It, I think it would be. It's really cool. You could even set it back in like, you know, the eighteen hundreds if you wanted to, right? You know, like it's, one thing is, m- it's one of those stories that it's it's fairly. Tra- you know, you could. Everyone, a lot of people yeah. understand that story. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like a, yeah. The uh, one
0: thing that would make it a little different is the fact that um, you know, if a mom you know has sex with her son she's the one carrying the uh the seed you know what i mean she's Mm -hmm. the one holding it um holding like the the thing that represents that so that that would be an interesting difference that would probably Mm -hmm. be important to tell that side of it
2: you know what i mean
1: yeah. yeah i think if you're gonna remake something like that you know keep the the core themes and components but find a different place to put it yeah really yeah, yeah. that's a good way to do it because then you're you're so far separated that it's like really it's own thing
2: yeah because you could be I mean like if you look at the original and then you look at say they did do a version where it's the woman plays the old boy character fans of you could be equally fan of both movies mm-hmm. um, because they're so yeah. so similar but yet so different in the sense that you could really sit down and, and really talk and have a discussion like we are about maybe um what what it meant to to have a woman go through that you know I mean, you know, and right. revenge and just how women take revenge differently than men and just all you know there's so much more to explore that's why um, I, like I know we're done with this Korean new wave but I'm definitely
1: gonna watch Sympathy for Lady Vengeance like oh yeah, ASAP same, same, because same. same. I yeah, really yeah.
0: wanna see it from that perspective yeah. uh, and right. that that may very well be like you know what we're talking about it here might you know be, like yeah. with a woman it, yeah yeah it might be but maybe is surpassing it in a lot of ways that we yeah. just haven't thought about mm-hmm. yeah
1: totally all right let's but do, that's totally, go ahead oh, go ahead if you got uh, a last, I, I was I'll just talk.
0: gonna say that this was totally going back to like hey should americans like keep it closer to the original or do it in their own way and it seems like really the answer to that is it just depends you, you know what i mean it really depends on how it's kind of done and like what context it's giving given mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. for for the remake to to work because uh you know i'm i'm excited for this korean wolf brigade uh movie dude i am so. too
2: he's I'm, a I'm, good director i'm curious if they'll ever make a american version of i saw the devil you know? i don't
1: know i think <laughs> yeah. that i think that feel specific specific that's the one that
0: would much. fall yeah, that's the one that would like fall apart yeah. think, in America. It's just it, the because
1: way the way this is structured is just like. I picture I don't Fincher think. doing it though. Oh uh, yeah, he could
0: do that after Zodiac. Yeah, I could see it. That'd be cool. Yeah, and Gone
2: Girl. that would mm-hmm. be cool. I could. I could. For, for some I reason, see, I just, it just seems like a Fincher movie.
0: He's
1: never really done. Well, I guess Gone Girl had like revenge as a sort of. Yeah, movie. he did. And Dragon Se- Tattoo Seven
2: kind of had a little bit, in Dragon Tattoo. That's why I'm seeing a lot of. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's why I'm seeing a lot of it in there finish yeah, it that for makes some sense. reason but yeah i'd
1: have to think a little bit more on which director i think could might be able to pull it off um but anyway let's do a very very quick like keep your answers pretty concise um but let's do a a quick round table um Got it. just because i want to i am kind of curious just yeah. about this one because this is a kind of a tough one um, yeah fuck <laughs> well who wants to start and like i said just kind of keep your explanation uh, we can do me first okay uh doing you first That we said yeah okay um It's tough. Uh, because I'm, thinking my own <laughs> opinion. I'm gonna say I saw the devil. I just think I saw the devil is like is not the best way to say this, but more fun in that like it's like uh, it's more entertainment. I, well, I don't know. After this whole you saying you love Oedipus and then bringing that up, I wonder if that influenced your idea a little bit on which one you like. I
0: I didn't connect that until you said it. But I th- but I did,
1: I'm wondering if that now influenced like or changed your opinion at all I don't, i'm don't. i gonna go with i saw the devil i just think i saw the devil is, is they're both great obviously but i saw the devil is kind of that modernist or
2: more modern like i don't know and it's fucking awesome dude it's just it's an awesome movie fuck god damn it i'm just gonna have to say old boy just because maybe uh not that the violence got to you or anything but just that maybe the pacing threw you off or something i just feel like maybe you felt old oh, fuck i'm gonna regret my decision i think but i was gonna say oh god damn, I mean, there's a lot of lot riding on this on yeah <laughs> what you decide oh,
0: shit. yeah all right what do you think um It. it is old boy oh, cool. um, oh shit i i think i think old boy is like a masterpiece i think it's freaking awesome it's, cool. uh, it's I mean, I really like Symphony for Mr. Vengeance too. And, and Old, Old Boy just like brought it like way up to the top as like one of my favorite films I've ever seen. Oh yeah, wow. wow. really, wow. really. Liked Have you seen it Old before Boy. this? No. Oh, oh this is the first Sweet. time. Okay, cool. First time watch for both oh, these. Oh um, hell yeah! <laughs> but the other one, uh, I saw The Devil. I I I liked it and I liked what it was doing. But I watched it after Old Boy and it was like this is not as good as old Boy. i know old boy <laughs> like, just like i, I still think it's bar. good i like i like how it kind of de- like you know did something different it kind of did like that what a lot like a lot of american action movies do where they add like a fourth and fifth act you know mm-hmm. to their movies now they kind of did that with revenge which i thought was really interesting but um it, it i don't know old boys just old boys old boy it's just Better, you know. It's just like there's just so I, I, you know, I don't know. It's just it's a masterpiece. That's masterpiece. That's filmmaking.
2: Cool, awesome.
0: All right, let's do Byron. Um, I'm going old boy.
1: I think old boy, but I think I think actually I saw the devil because I think what happens in I saw the devil is much more entered is. I mean, the fucking like you watch him like you know chop her up and then you like watch him (laughs) like. Cut his Achilles tendon very slowly. And, like, you know, there's a lot. I mean, there's stuff that's hidden sort of in, you know, in I Saw the Devil, but I think what actually happened. And then plus, you start throwing in, like, the cannibalism out of nowhere. You yeah. You know, his the cannibalists. That was, and then, that was, dude, the that's fucking an awesome that scene that in the shot hallway. where he
2: stands, he steps on the hook. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like, oh. that, and I thought that was an interesting scene because it's all in a hallway, just like Old Boy. Oh, good point. But he's playing. A different role in that, good point, it's you know, yeah. which is kind of cool. Um, oh, and yeah, also, I thought about he, that. you know, he gets his, his, th- that, his that was totally a tongue in cheek like, homage to I th- old it, boy. I think it
1: had to yeah. It, 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 had to be. Be. it has to be, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I don't think you can make that movie and do like and not do like a tongue in cheek yeah. old boy thing,
1: especially since it's fucking the same dude, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, Which exactly. He yeah. killed that both these roles. I mean, like, he's so good. I would love he's to work with him. Actor. If I like, if I had ever had a chance to like work with like my favorite cast, you know, he would be up there as one of an, oh, as yeah. an actor. I would want to really work with
1: his monologue. An old boy was is, that's insane.
2: Yeah, yeah. And he
1: improvised a good chunk of that. Fuck. Apparently, that's crazy. Like the dog stuff was all no him. way the 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 <laughs> the thing that he starts to sing shit. apparently was not in the script. It was from his childhood, like his Holy old school's shit. like thing. And so, like, all this wow. shit was, like, him. Dude's good, man. Damn. He's good. But I,
0: I think I saw the devil. I think, Okay. He's yours, so and then ahead. you said old boy? Uh, I'm saying I'm saying,
2: old boy because he can't beat a masterpiece. Okay. So, that, that's it. <laughs> well, weirdly enough, you guys are kind of both right in the sense of if I had seen, if you had asked me this question right after I had saw I saw the devil, I would have picked I saw the devil. But now yeah, that I'm I've... off today. But now that I've... But now that I've seen both of those movies multiple times and it's been years since i've seen you know what i mean i've I, both of the i've lived with both of these films for a long time now i have to say old boy yeah um fair enough but but when i first saw i saw the devil though i would have totally gone with it because when i the first time i saw old boy i really appreciated it but at that point in my filmmaking like. i wanted blood i wanted violence i wanted yeah and it it delivered but i wanted more so when i saw i saw the devil it was just more like you know kind of over the top and just like kind of like a rollicking violent good time right yeah but then now that i've kind of watched and kind of like maybe like matured in my film watching and when i watch movies with themes old i have to pick old boy um it, i just i just love how it just kind of builds up to that crescendo all in that green fucking high upscale fucking apartment oh god that apartment of the sexy. upscale yeah good i apartment. love just how like sexy that looks man just yeah. fucking awesome and just how grungy everything else was and then i just love the dichotomy of that there's so much good stuff but then i saw the devil too i mean wh- i i saw um i saw the devil with my brother nick um and for the first time in that car scene so we good, just looked dude. at each other we're like what we had, you know obviously had never seen anything quite like that before <laughs> and we were just like that's insane and as soon as the movie was finished we watched the hallway scene and that scene again just because it was like nice. holy shit you know um but yeah old boy cool cool all right let's finish it off
0: Oh my gosh! Uh, I wanted to say old boy, going into this podcast, but after you casting your votes for me and Byron, I think I'm gonna have to say I saw the devil. I think, um, I think you like old boy, but I think I saw the devil. Like, in, is more entertainment. It's more in line with with, with um, like the the blood and stuff that you like, but also it's just like more extreme than old boy so i'm gonna go with old boy uh, i'm sorry i'm gonna go with i saw the devil for you keith dude we didn't even get a chance to talk about how cool was his like costuming
1: the whole time the dude yeah. i saw the devil yeah he just got those like fully zipped up jackets <laughs> yeah. that are just yeah. like super tight and he's just kicking ass <laughs> and like parkouring up buildings like i really like yeah. the costumes and-, and then he finds the uh, that fucking soccer uniform yeah, so he has to walk around awesome. with a soccer yeah. uniform for a while like,
2: just... I love how he comes out of that car that's one, one of my favorite parts of that movie too when he comes out of the car he's covered in blood yeah you know? and he doesn't have pants on yeah. I and mean, he has like one shoe on yeah I love that <laughs> oh, so crazy it was dude. awesome he's got his hands up in the air yeah. you know he's just like
0: <laughs> what a funny scene too yeah.
2: he's like i'm gonna
1: break the door off my suv so that yeah. i can grab him like, yeah <laughs>
0: i love that i love the the improvisation of that yeah uh, not like actual improv but like how the
2: character was like yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 he's like i need to grab him now here's how and i'm it, gonna do it it, it. felt yeah. real like it didn't feel it didn't take you out of the movie you no. know like it, it just like it fit his character so well mm-hmm. there's like so the little goofy. things like when he kills the one guy, and he comes out, and he's, like, holding his jacket, and he's look he keeps looking at his jacket, and then he eventually just throws it, and then he goes into opens the refrigerator and, like, drinks, like, green, like, soda. It's, oh, like, yeah, dripping yeah. off of his, like, yeah. chin. Yeah. And then he just looks down, and the guy is laying there, and he just starts beating on his oh, face dude, again. Oh, dude,
0: Isn't that, shows, that, that like, that Achilles heel scene, where he, like, digs the knife in and then rips it Uh, out oh god i died i literally died i remember
2: you saying the achilles heel thing in sympathy for mr vengeance i started laughing when i was like oh fuck i forgot about this scene (laughs) i I am always
0: whenever i watch movies alone i am silent but in that (laughs) scene like even comedies i won't i won't really laugh you know uh but man I fucking died I like was I moaned like out loud I was like oh <laughs> yeah <God. laughs>
2: that's amazing cool um, so what do you think god this is really tough for me because I feel like you've talked about old boy so much like over the span of the podcast um let me let me ask was this the first time you'd seen I saw the devil no okay I've seen both these before but when I first
1: watched old boy I wasn't really paying attention right um, so this time it. it was like
2: much more like Shit,
1: that doesn't Paying any attention <laughs> Paying attention.
2: Go with your gut Go with your gut Kind of my gut kind of says old boy But at the same time I think I saw the devil Has some of those horror elements that you really like um, Like with the cannibals And um, I love how that part just comes out of nowhere Yeah I think, I think it's like more Surprising overall and i i i think a lot of your films or the film ideas that you have i think you want viewers yeah. to be surprised within your own movies so i i'm kind of thinking yeah i saw the devil and in in general is this more of a repeatable film for you like that you can watch over and over again and get like jazzed up about fuck mm-hmm. yeah you know whereas yeah. old boy it's like it's a masterpiece but it's not maybe one that you're going to revisit every year
0: you know yeah or every yeah two i years. think i think the film student in you likes old boy yeah old boy yeah. more but the the keith as being entertained and watching the film i think you i think you like yeah, yeah so
1: i, like I think more I think old boy is sort of like the symphony of revenge mm. and like i saw the devil is like the punk rock right of yeah. yeah you're yeah, more the, the punk, punk rock guy yeah, yeah. i think so yeah. if you look at my reviews i actually old boy i gave a five and so i saw the devil i gave a four and a half but i honestly think i personally speaking i think i like i saw the devil just a little bit more it's just dude i saw it for it's the just, first time was like there's something about this movie that's like so good yeah it's yeah. just like the way it just, like, flips and flips and flips and you're just, like, and then it ends. You're, like, dude, are you actually, like, did you get revenge? Because, yeah. like, now her whole family's dead. Yeah. And, like, you killed him. But, like, really? Is that sad? <laughs> I don't know. There's something about it. But Old Boy is definitely, like, you got to watch it. I mean, there's not. If you're going to make a movie, then you have to watch this movie. It's not even, yeah. like, a debatable thing. Whereas, like, you could skip I Saw the Devil. But I think I would turn on I Saw the oh, the Devil more then old boy just because it's yeah it's yeah, fucking yeah, punk yeah, rock revenge it, dude it is,
2: it is totally punk rock um in all yeah. the best ways yeah um yeah I mean both of these movies are are god ah. God damn it, man. We just I just love Korean revenge films, dude, so much. I mean, yeah. Like it's one uh, of my favorite genres. <laughs> it's
1: gonna be hard with like we almost need to take like a two-week breather just yeah, to like reset. Yeah. But
2: yeah, let's know. watch
0: some uh, the Cars franchise. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely gonna check out Lady uh, Sympathy for Lady Vengeance,
2: yeah. though. Same. But I also Same. just Kim Ji woon, dude. He's just he's so good dude. His, yeah. his directing. You need to see and, like, the good, the bad, and the weird, man. You guys see it? Jacob.
0: I know. I it actually it just came out on uh, Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember,
2: but it um, was on Netflix. I saw for a that while. and I was like, "Oh my god, I should watch that." Dude, you got to hit it up, man. And it's train. It's all a lot of it's on a train, dude. It's fucking sick. It's got that train thing. It's okay, got, see the train. Trains are so cinematic, dude. It's got everything, man. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, because I really like Tale of Two Sisters too, so just do we we got to have another person, one so.
2: a, a new wave Korean. We got to um, revisit, you know, at some point for sure. I think we just
1: do, like, Korean directors, because I think yeah. that will tackle it. Like, yeah. I want to see A Bittersweet Life still. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, and um,
2: Park Chan-wook's first one, uh, Joint
1: Security uh, Yeah, Joint Security joint Area. Security area yeah, yeah, dude, Park Chan-wook has, like, a bunch of these films that I want to see. Um, so, yeah, we definitely will, whether it's in director capacity or within uh, another Korean new wave, just because Korean films, big consider. And Burning, dude. I want to fit Burning dude, yeah, in there Burning. somewhere. Have to talk about that, so... Uh, Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I'm glad I was the outlier there. You, you old
0: boys.
1: (laughs) Uh, So yeah, I think we can uh, wrap it up there. So if you have any questions or opinions, go ahead and send us an email at btbfilmspodcast at gmail dot com. Check out our Facebook page. Comment on discuss next episode. Tell us about us. I don't know. Whatever you want. um if you like the show please rate it write some reviews they don't take too long and they help us out immensely um huge thanks to everyone who's been on anchor and got us into the on the rise section Um, yeah hell yeah huge thanks to you guys for doing that because we're
0: there we're there and we're in we're fifth in the entertainment yeah. Uh, no way. Yeah, what? If like, yeah, you look fifth. up at the
1: entertainment section, um yeah. right when you just click on it, yeah, we're number five down on that list. What? On anchor. So it's cool. Yeah. And that's that's thanks to the listeners and people who applaud and like or favorite the
0: podcast and applaud it and listen. Like Man. you guys are helping us out there. Um just, If you, if we somehow move up to the fourth spot, we might do something fun. That
1: would be for sweet. We should do another we gotta be careful with this because of copyright, but another live um commentary like we did <laughs> oh, yeah. fucking 50 episodes ago <laughs> oh my gosh 54 episodes ago i think um and find that was cool, hilarious that, cool, was, that fun. was so much that fun was fun do. that was yeah. really fun uh so you yeah you can follow us on letterboxd at jacob fultz byron guet g-o-u-e-t-t-e and hyperion creator for me um it kind of gives you a sneak Does he have oh yeah to that's right that's right we can't forget about that
0: um, yeah, uh, quick question. When when does this pod come out? Are you pumping probably the sound seventeenth or the twenty fourth?
1: What I'm trying to do since we changed the recording is I want to try and get both of them out by Wednesday. So whether or not that's Tuesday and Wednesday or by Wednesday. So, so
0: in the eighteenth. Yeah. It's so in two days yeah, from now. two days. Okay, from now. got it. Um so should I just plug my thing right now?
1: Uh yeah. So Jacob started his a uh, little kind of little offshoot podcast. Um, tell us about it.
0: Yeah, so it's called Cinema Therapy. It comes out on the 23rd of July. So uh, if you're listening to us, it's in five days. Um, and it's essentially it, it's I'm just talking about divisive films and. Uh, so wait, ba- basically 23rd. Sorry? That's a week from now. So that's a week from now but five days Oh, five, oh yeah listener. right Duh. five days um, from released yeah <clears throat> but it's it's essentially i am just talking about divisive films and i'm essentially just trying to convince uh you the listeners to like the divisive movie um and i'm trying to get you to think critically about them and and uh be uh interested in in each of these movies and it's it's scripted it's it's shorter than this show each each episode is probably like 20 to 30 minutes um so, yeah, look for that. It's and called also the Cinema format, Therapy. Tell, like, tell
1: us about the format of the show. So, it's called Cinema Therapy. So,
0: what are you doing in terms of, of that? Like, what, what makes it therapeutic? Oh, the, the, so the therapy idea comes from uh, just all the kind of hatred so, uh, 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 of films uh, and divisive <laughs> films themselves. So, this is therapy for the people who hate these movies, who want to like them. You know what I mean. So it's like, he, hey, like here's these these movies that you don't like, and here's here's reasons why you should like them. Right. <laughs> and so what? So it, that's the therapy aspect of it. Um, but I think even if you like these movies, you can still listen to this podcast and uh, and have, maybe have a greater appreciation for it. You know, in the same way that going to regular therapy will help you with your life i'm not gonna help anyone with their life so i'll probably do the opposite but
1: um <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but so uh, like the, the, as
0: far as movies go like i, I think it's it's b- kind of tackling the divisive films that challenge certain aspects of everyone's life or mm-hmm. a, a culture or socialism right. or you know of some something specific uh and then basically seeing the good in in that stuff and liking the film, even if you're not going to watch it again. And so the other the way it's presented is he talks in a very calming, <laughs> like soothing way. There's that nice is, music that, uh, d- just to did you that is that? not how it is any, anymore. Oh, you <laughs> scratched that. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's a little bit different. So the the music is 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 still like those tones. Okay, you know, yeah. like soothing tones. But I'm not. I, I scratch you scratch uh, that the part? voices. So it's just my regular voice. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. So Jacob's just gonna—he's gonna talk to you and tell you why. What's the first yeah. film? And I pull quotes and stuff like that. Well, the the first one is—or well, the- you just have to check it out on the podcast because I, I explain why and and I don't want to go into why I picked this film to be first because uh, it doesn't—it's not really <laughs> a super divisive movie uh in a lot of people's eyes but i talk about what makes it divisive and then go and it helps like inform the show so i would just check out the podcast if you want to know
1: cool sweet all right it's called cinematherapy check it out i'm sure it'll be on all the platforms right
0: yeah Yeah. and then uh i'm still working on a url but you can check it out uh cinematherapypodcast.com will probably be what uh where you can Get the cool first yeah we don't it, even so. have a
1: website for this one so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will eventually we will eventually yeah um cool man yeah so check out cinema therapy that is jacob only um so if you are really into jacob's voice then you yeah, can I'm have 30 cute. minutes of jacob in your life it's about that ears. viewers
2: we need to hear like who has the sexiest voice <laughs>
0: no I mean, yeah i mean <laughs> i'm nasally I think, uh, it can't uh, be me it's probably Jake. I think it's definitely uh naked Jake. I, yeah. I make Jakey. all
1: our voices sound better though and a little Nicky bit in the Jakey. back end, just because you know that's how that's how everything is i mean radio does it too you know so
2: um just what it is man we make movies uh, we Make I, this shit i just do the um my part is just to have the uh cacophonous is that how you say that word cacophonous sure. laughter Cacoco- yeah laughter yeah in the background byron <laughs> just shows up yeah pretty <laughs> yeah
0: he's like the fourth guy in king of the hill that just, that yeah. just says hey i'm the hype man hey <laughs> <laughs> all right so
1: next week we will be concluding what has kind of become, I guess, our Asian trilogy here um, <laughs> with a discussion on the seminal actor, martial artist, and global influencer that is Bruce Lee. And we'll be doing Big Boss and Enter the Dragon. Uh, Big Boss is his Chinese film. Enter the Dragon was his last film, which was released posthumously. Posthumously? How do say that? Um, and... Yeah, that was the that was the one that was the Hollywood uh, produced martial arts film, uh, which he put Game of Death on hold for. That's like Game of Death is sort of this weird, unmade, kind of made, and Enter the Dragon. Damn it! But Enter the Dragon went on to be you know preserved in the National Film Archives and stuff like that. So it'll be good to talk about. I actually haven't seen that one yet. I've seen Big Boss, but I haven't seen Enter the Dragon. So. Yeah, we'll talk about Bruce Lee, um, what he did for cinema, whether what he did was good. That's kind of what I really want to touch on. Actually, um, was what's that? Sweet. Of. So, mm. yeah. So check those out. Um, make sure you watch those films. It'll be part of the discussion. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. I just want to awkward six, six, silence. Bye. bye. <laughs>